Welcome into the newest episode of Side Mission. I, like always, am your host, Rusty, joined by all three of the boys today, Kyle, Matt, Thacker. It's hard. Y'all have no idea how hard it is to keep those names in that order or in some kind of an order because they're never all here. But fuck it, we're all here because this is a big episode. We're talking about Overwatch 2 today. And, uh, you know, I really don't know where to start this episode other than at the beginning of this game's launch. Because this has been, outside of Saints Row, probably the most interesting and eventful launch of 2022. And that says something when you consider how shitty Saints Row was. So, let's go ahead and dive right in. So, fellas, it's pretty safe to say, and you can all, I know two of you are muted right now. Y'all can go ahead and unmute. I'm not worried about Echo or anything. I think we're all good on that end. We were all really, really hyped up for this game, and I think that I'm correct in saying that for all four of us, right? Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, most definitely. So imagine how disappointed we were, dear listener, when on Tuesday this past week, we're recording on Saturday uh, the 8th at this point, so the game's been out for four full days at this point, a little over four full days, and game dropped, I believe it was 1 o'clock Pacific time, I think was what Blizzard said. Who the fuck knows at this point? I really just have lost track of all time because of this game. Uh, It dropped in the afternoon on Tuesday. And like fucking imbeciles, we all thought that we would get on and play right away. Apparently, that was a terrible, terrible decision. Because what happened, fellas? We all instantly got thrown into waiting queues with upwards of... 30 to 40,000 people in front of us. So, I want to go around the room real quick, and I'm just going to go, we can just go up the up the list on Discord, start with Matt, and just go down, down the list from there. What well, kind of, what was y'all's first reactions when you saw the waiting queue and saw 20,000 people in front of you, 30,000 people in front of you? What were y'all's first reactions? So what I love about this is the fact that during this whole thing on day one, I was at work and <laughs> I know that you guys were talking about it in our chat and I felt the rage. I was like, man, I'm glad I'm not at home trying to get into this game, seeing like 50,000 people in front of me, like, because I still had to yep. update the game because I had base Overwatch still. So I had to also sit through that as well. But yeah, this was, this was messy. Just, just seeing that, like, I, I get it. You turned your game into a free-to-play game. This was to be expected. I was hoping that you would be more prepared for it. But instead, Blizzard really dropped the ball here. And I just wish that in the future that we don't run into something like this again Thanks. with other big upcoming games with that are going to be um, online multiplayer. Because I know that the... Thacker, Rusty, and I, we, we, we've already had our fill of rage from constantly getting disconnected from Splatoon 3. Yeah. So just just seeing this kind of thing happening, plus I, I think it was Thacker who managed to actually get in the game and being disconnected before was another thing that I recall hearing about. Mm-hmm. So I, I was glad. You know what? I'm glad I'm at work today. I don't have to be in this mess. I can just watch the event on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was one of the ones trying to get into the queue with everybody. It was brutal. And when I first saw 50,000 people in front of me, I was like, okay, let's sit here and wait and see how long this is going to take. And when an hour later, I was at 40,000 people, I was like, I'm going to fucking uninstall this game. <laughs> I was so mad because... They took down the Overwatch servers for 24 hours so that way they could update everything and get it all ready for the launch of Overwatch 2. And you would think that they would have 
maybe put in some sort of system to launch this by maybe, you know, country or time zone. That way, it wasn't everybody just trying to get on at once. I think that was the biggest problem why everybody was waiting is because there was absolutely nobody on. They took the servers down and then all of a sudden, everybody's yeah. trying to get in at once. It's a free-to-play game, so literally everybody's downloading this on all their consoles trying to get in and now i feel like it's a lot better than it was but the first few days were absolutely atrocious no it really was and it you both make a really good point on that like matt said i was the first one in the only reason was because i was that motherfucker who as Kyle said, had all his consoles trying to load it. I had the PS5, the Xbox Series, the Switch, and the PC all trying to load it up. And funny enough, the Switch was the first one to get on. A system I never thought I'd be playing yeah. over <laughs> It was absolutely horrendous. I played one game on the Switch and was like, I don't ever want to do this again. Well, here's the thing, though. I, I think that, like, Overwatch on the Switch, like, the first one I thought was good. So I haven't tried the new one of this. But the joke that we also made was if this game was available on, like, the Android store, the Google store, or, uh, like, iOS, like, have it pulled up on there as well. Like, that's how that's how stupid a lot of this shit was, Thacker. It really was. Like, I had way too many systems. I probably took a good, like, 10 cube spots myself of just waiting and I was in the queue since immediate moment of relaunch of launch being the our time zone of three o'clock. I was in since then. Didn't get in on any system until the switch got on two hours later. And it was atrocious. I don't ever, ever want to have to do this again. Uh, but it's just oh, Rusty. Yeah. <laughs> No, please, never again. <laughs> yeah, it was rough. I, I, I remember, I don't think I got into a game until like 10.30 that night. Now, to be fair, obviously, I had, you know, work in between. So I went, you know, took photos at, can't remember what sporting event I was at. I've had such a busy week that it all kind of blurs together. But, I, you know, I'm at work and then I come home. And at that point, I think, Thacker, you'd gotten into a few more games. And I was like, okay, maybe it's starting to kind of even out a little bit. Maybe the servers are starting to, you know, get caught up. And I got home at 9, and it immediately took me an hour and a half of waiting just to get into the game. And that's the thing here. At this point, we had not, like, when we say we're waiting, the moment we queue the game up, we're waiting just to get to the first menu. We're waiting just to get to the menu that's got heroes, the you know the you know the play button, uh, you know the battle pass, the shop, and all everything else. Like we're just waiting to get to that. That's how overloaded the servers were. And I think that my problem with this launch, and I will 100% go ahead and say this is going to likely be uh, the rockiest launch for any game this year. I don't know that there will be another game that tops this. And that says something because Saints Row had a bad loss, or had a bad loss, a bad launch. And, <laughs> like, Kyle, you were listening to some of our older episodes. You went back to the Dying Light episode. We called that the most disappointing game of the year at that point. We said it would be hard to top. Little did we know that Saints Row, <laughs> that Saints Row would come out. 
And then, obviously, this launch happened. And this is a very, very disappointing launch to this point. Now, it is also worth mentioning that Blizzard did go through a DDoS attack. It is worth mentioning that. And I, I want to be as understanding about that as possible. But at the same time, Blizzard is a multi-billion dollar company. Multi-billion. Billion with a B. They have more than enough money to be prepared for something like this. And I think that it, it happening as easily as it did shows to me a lack of awareness and a lack of preparation for on Blizzard's part. It shows that for me. A lack, like if you thought that somebody would not try to take those servers down, it's the biggest multiplayer, one of the top two biggest multiplayer games of the year. This and Call of Duty. Like... Do you really were you really expecting nobody to try to do something to take the servers down? I'm not saying I would have predicted it per se, but in a company like Blizzard, you have to always be thinking about every possibility that could happen when your online servers go live. You have to be thinking about that, and I this shows clearly they weren't. Uh, Kyle, you mentioned it. The Overwatch servers went off all went offline. I think all of Monday, and for yes. the entirety of Tuesday morning leading up to the launch. This game has been in the works for months. The beta happened, and it was a very, very smooth experience. We obviously did our episode on that. Go listen to that if you haven't. Um, but it's a little surprising to me that Blizzard seemed as unprepared for this launch as they did. Because it's not just the queues that have been a problem. Because, as I pointed out to all of y'all in the chat, what I was really pissed about was when I finally got into the game, I played... Two matches, or one and a half matches, and in the middle of the second match, my team was getting ready to win, and I got disconnected from the servers. And I went, checked my internet, checked everything I could, and my internet hadn't gone out. It was not a you know a weak moment of my internet. It was 100% the servers being too overloaded and not being able to handle how many players were on. Kyle, I, I know you have stuff to add, but before I go on to you, the last like really like thing that... I think that Blizzard underestimated, and you brought this up, and I hadn't even thought about this at the time. Them making this game free-to-play is a major reason why this happened. Because you have thousands upon thousands upon thousands, if not millions, of new players that are trying this game specifically because it's free. If you didn't think that you would need better servers from Overwatch 1... And I'm aware that Overwatch 1 had a rocky launch too. I am aware of that its launch was not perfect. I am aware of that. But if you were expecting this, a similar size server to be able to handle an influx of new players that clearly is is happening, you were fooling yourself. So Kyle, I know you had stuff to add. What, what did you have to add to all this? Um, I wanted to say that not only did you get disconnected from the game... Where did it throw you? Back at the main menu? Right back into the fucking waiting queue with 20,000 right people in front of me. That was that was horrible. I think that overall, the, the launch of this game was pretty bad. That being said, I think that now, you know, being three to four days later, they have updated it it's multiple improved. times. And... I believe that they saw everybody complaining about it. They noticed that everybody was having to wait hours upon hours just to get in and get disconnected. Since these updates, we have not experienced any queue times. We haven't had 
many disconnects. They seem to have, you know, if not fixed it, at least taken note of all the feedback everybody's been giving. So I do want to say that, you know, while the launch was pretty fucking bad, the game now seems to be better. And I have really enjoyed what I've played of it so far. Agreed. And it's it's crazy because when you think about it, you've not only did they shut the servers down for Overwatch 1 for 24 hours, but on top of that, even GameStop had announced to all employees, hey, take any copy of Overwatch 1 that you have pre-owned, because let's be honest, nobody has it new, um, and field destroy them. Like, we were even instructed to go through and destroy the disc for Overwatch 1 because the game was no longer usable. It was no longer playable. So with that, it adds more to it of, like we've all said, the start of this was rough, but it's starting to get better. I think at most, the last time I played, the queue was maybe 15 minutes. And it was nice to actually have that and actually get in and see all of my skins for once. If I can be honest, though, that's one issue I didn't really have. Like, I don't know. I, maybe that's just me. I said that I would have given up all my skins if it meant this game could have a smoother launch. And I stand by yeah. that. Like, to me, the skins don't change the gameplay at all for me. And I could... And this is just the most the blunt, the most blunt way I can say this. Um, I couldn't give a shit less about my skins if it comes to the game actually working. So, as far as... The gameplay, because we've spent the first 14 minutes now of this episode ranting, going off on this game's uh, launch, and this was a pitiful launch. It wasn't good, and I will say, they'll never hear this, but IGN ought to be ashamed for giving this game an 8 out of 10, knowing knowing the state of this game at the time. They ought to be ashamed that they gave this game an 8 out of 10, because to me, that that's absurd with how bad the servers were. Um, so now, with that... That was the amount of people that got in. <laughs> it was it was eight out of it was it was eight out of a hundred people. I wish that eight was out of ten. It's actually out of a hundred. Um, um, but now let's talk a little bit about the actual game itself. Now that we've had a chance to play it, we've had a chance to experience it. So, Matt. I, you know, you've spoken the least, so I'm going to start with you. Okay. I think that this game is, it's pretty safe to say if you played Overwatch 1, you're going to feel very, very at home in Overwatch 2. The gameplay has not been altered all that much. There are, as we talked about in our beta episode, there are tweaks to characters that have been made. There's a couple new kind of modes that have been added. There's a couple new maps, and uh, returning maps have been tweaked a little bit in terms of, you know, the time of day, the weather during them, so forth. Uh, but I also feel like where this game does does hit the mark perfectly is it's great for players that are coming from Overwatch 1, but if you have never played Overwatch, it's a good place for you to start as well. Yep, and that's one of the things I love most about the fact that the direction they took with Overwatch 2 is the fact that it is, it is it's a sequel by name, and in a way... But the, the game is it's based Overwatch. No matter how which way you look at it, it's it's older uh, player friendly. It's newer player friendly. I feel like it's an easy game to get into. 
as long as you stay at competitive for a long time. <laughs> um, I try, I dip my toes into competitive from time to time and just like, you know, Overwatch 1, I still get my ass handed to me, but that's neither here nor there. Um, I did notice uh, from the beta that, in, as far as the gameplay goes, is that there have been some really good tweaks for a lot of the characters, like, especially a lot of these newcomers. Um, Sojourn is a character I still feel like needs to get some tweaks done to her, but she's not nearly as annoying as she was. Um, but it's it's so simple with the way that this game is set up. You have objectives here based off of what you're doing. Um, you have your your classes that you choose from. Um, you are you know normally always going in with support because Zinni, uh, you know Zinni's my boy, um, and it's I want to say it's kind of like. It's like, it's so new, it's so familiar, and it's just, I'm, I'm really glad that, you know, uh, we, we finally got this game, it was announced roughly about three years ago, and I'm glad that we finally got it, because, weird, I, I don't know, really know how to put this, but it's like, in my last couple of times of playing Overwatch 1 before I kind of stopped off together, everything just kind of felt stale to me, and I'm probably just because of the fact that we all weren't playing together like we used to, but, like, this game has revitalized Overwatch, like, a lot of older players who stopped playing the game because of different different reasons um, are all coming back, and it just feels like a whole new life has been breathed right into this game because I absolutely love the series. Like I played probably roughly over 500 hours based off of my playtime on uh, Xbox, and um, I don't know if I'll play that many in this game, but it, it's just so much fun, especially when you have a, a group of people who know what they're doing. Communication is key here. Um, but you know, just don't go, go, don't take it too seriously because you're gonna end up having a bad time. That's actually something that Rusty told me a while back. <laughs> I've been, I've been thinking more with that mindset, and it does make it so much more fun. The characters are so like still fantastic. I love what we got. It's why I'm really disappointed that we didn't get that single player with this launch. Yes, I uh, agree. That were, that was something that they were, you know, hyping up um, leading into the <clears> very first announcement for Overwatch Two, like several years ago. And, I mean, when you have a cast of characters like this with every character having a very, like, perfectly set voice actor for each character, basically, like, one thing I love about it is that the cast is based off of their, you know, their race, their ethnicity, where they're from, which is why Overwatch, I think, touches so many people is because nobody feels underrepresented in this franchise. You have, you know, Americans, you have, um, you know, Doofus from Africa, you have Europeans, you have Swedish, like, it's it's the most like what what's the word i'm thinking of it's like the most um diverse cultural, diverse cultural culturally diverse yeah, yeah. yeah exactly exactly so yeah like i'm really excited for that single player matt you did cap about one thing you do not have 500 hours in this game bro you've got over 1300 so you're full of shit um <laughs> you have over 1300 you're full of shit so kyle you can go ahead <laughs> So, yeah, this game, honestly, it it definitely does bring that sense of familiarity back from Overwatch 1. Um, I personally enjoy the 5v5. Yes. I think that it makes it a little bit less chaotic and forces you to pick your characters a little smarter. For example, with you only having one tank, uh, you really kind of need the healers to focus more on the tanks who are putting themselves on the front line to protect the DPS. It, it, I really feel like it changed the gameplay instead of, you know, having so many people in the match, as well as the new game mode 
the uh the moving the robot actually yeah moving the, the, robot. Yeah, the uh, robot one where you push it that's probably my favorite game mode by far i, I love that one. i mean the payload's fun but the robot one is so much fun i think that is the greatest game mode addition uh to this game in my opinion um yeah i really am disappointed that they did not give us this the campaign mode at launch i think that once it comes out though it's going to be great if it needed a delay obviously we've seen what happens when games get rushed when content isn't you know ready to be put out and if they say that it needs a little bit more i'm, I'm gonna trust them because i think that this campaign is gonna be a lot of fun especially with the whole thing being completely co-op with your friends i mean i don't have a more fun time on overwatch than when i'm on with all the boys just playing just like old times it it, it oh, really sure. does it feels yeah. you know new but in the same sense, you know, you're not jumping in like, holy shit, what is this? You know, I don't know anything. I don't know how to play this game. It, there's a lot of familiarity with all the characters, even with the tweaks they've been given. I think the five-on-five five change is one of my favorite changes from Overwatch 1 to this. I think that really does create a whole new dynamic. And again, it it's Blizzard focusing on it being a team game, and that's what I like the most is that it, it, it kind of it devalues those players that play it like it's Call of Duty because it's not Call of Duty. And that's why I like it being five on five. No, like, you're absolutely right. Um, as, as a big Call of Duty guy myself, like Kyle, I like the fact that this takes you away from that. It takes you away from worrying about yourself and your own numbers. It makes it to where it's team-based, where you actually have to work together. And it brings a lot more fun to it as we've all said and all acknowledged this game is meant to be teams and the biggest thing is i've enjoyed the ever-loving shit out of this because who who can't enjoy sitting back playing with the guys and enjoying themselves even even when we're losing games yeah of course it's frustrating but i mean still we have fun because the amount of support that you have when you're gaming with each other is incredible, especially when one of us gets to play the game like Colin Rusty did last night. Like, fucking Christ. <laughs> yeah, I, I think that there's a lot of positives when you're able to get past the Rocky launch. There's a lot of positives in this game. And I think that Blizzard has certainly done a good job making some little tweaks here and there, especially with, you know, certain hero and character tweaks that they've made. So I think that this is a good segue now onto, let's talk about what we didn't really discuss much about the beta. Let's talk about the three characters that are really new in Overwatch 2 because we've obviously had, we had a ton of characters, a very diverse cast before this game in Overwatch 1. Very, very diverse cast. And we've had three really interesting characters in different ways that have been added. So let's talk about the ones that aren't broken first. Uh, we'll save we'll save one that we all pretty much have universally agreed is broken as all hell and needs to be nerfed ASAP. Um, we'll talk about her last. Uh, let's talk about the one that's the newest, Kiriko, the support. Uh, what are what are our overall thoughts, Matt? You you and me primarily play support. What are kind of your thoughts about Kiriko? The first. Like, first opinion ever I had, I thought she played very, very similar to Brigida, but I'm interested to see if you had any other any other uh, ideas about her. 
So in the time that I was playing with her, I actually fully agree with you on her feeling a lot like Brigida with her uh, her primary healing being, um, you know, the was it the right trigger? Um, yeah. Which, in, in, in a way, it just kind of feels like when you use it, like it automatically goes towards um, that player as long as you have like the little reticle marker over them. So in a way, that to me felt like Zenyatta's orbs. Um, mm -hmm. But just but just the way it, it, it plays played out felt like Brigida but I remember seeing the trailer for her announcement I thought this chick is broken like being able to face through walls uh being able to um she has her I want to pronounce this right shuriken uh shuriken 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 thank you I'm sorry I didn't watch I didn't watch a lot of Naruto forgive me <laughs> But yeah, no, I think she she fits perfectly well with the rest of the support cast. Like one thing, I, as I mentioned with this game, is even these newer characters that they just introduced, it feels so right at home with Overwatch and Kiriko is no different. I love her backstory. They released a little anime yes. short of her, so you all should check that out. The origin um, short they released is really, really cool. For real, go watch that. It really is. It really is. And her ult, now I learned this last night, her ult is incredible, especially when you combine her with Zenyatta, because Zenyatta is about when he's like shooting his his orbs out at the enemies, they're like about speed. And with Kiriko's um, new alt, it's just left, right, left, right. It, it is like it, it is so fast. You could do so much damage, especially if you are um, combining using the orb of discord with it as well. So you're constantly attacking somebody who has orb of discord on them. They go hand in hand together, and she's fantastic. And I can't wait to play as more of her. Yeah, I I honestly really like having her as a support on my team. I feel like she is very very balanced. Uh, um, her ult is so OP, and they may end up tweaking it a bit, but I really like having her on um, our team as support. Um, another character that they added was the new Junker Queen, and during the beta, I don't think I played a single match where there was either. not a Junker Queen on either my team or their team. And she was the most broken character. However, now I feel like they really listened to that criticism, and she's nowhere near as broken because I don't see her in every game or even every other game like you do, you know, some of the other new characters. I don't know if they so much made her... I would say, like, I, I don't know if they nerfed her a bit too much, but I just, I don't necessarily see her as much, and I don't feel like I'm constantly getting killed over and over by just her, you know, ulting at me or coming around a corner and just blasting me twice. Um, but yeah, I gotta say, they, they did a good job um, balancing out both Kiriko and uh, Junker Queen. So I have a theory as to why Junker Queen feels a little bit more balanced now. I have a theory. And I think that it is completely because a lot of what Junker Queen can do, her biggest thing is that she inflicts that, you know, that bleed damage to where, you know, it prevents you from healing. A lot of that can be canceled out by Kiriko's ability, you know, where you throw down that orb, it cleanses all negative effects, and it heat makes all your allies invulnerable. It, there's a counter to it now. And I think that having a counter to that is what makes her balanced. It makes her fair now. Because in the beta, we didn't have a counter to her. We didn't have a counter to Junker Queen. Junker Queen was OP in the beta because we had zero. there's zero way to counter her. Now that you have that, though, 
you know if you see a Junker Quinn on the other team, if you've got a good team with good supports, one of you, one of them can run Kiriko, and you can balance that out and you know negate her abilities. Now, as far as the third new character, and I just want to say that Sojourn is an incredibly fun character to play as. She's a fun DPS, can put out a lot of damage, and I love all of her special abilities. However, she is insanely broken because I feel like the orb she's able to shoot out does way too much damage way too quickly. I feel like uh, there's not enough recoil on her weapon. I feel like that's a big problem. And the rail gun, if you get a headshot, uh, your enemy essentially, unless they're a tank, has zero chance of living. So I do think there is quite a bit about Sojourn that needs to be nerfed. Thacker, you've played probably the most DPS of all of us, I'd imagine. We've all, and it's it's been pretty balanced, I would say. Like we've all had a pretty fair chance to play all three roles. But you know, you you've probably played the most DPS. What are your thoughts on Sojourn? Uh man. Uh well for one, let me just start with it's fun playing DPS, but I don't want to do it all the time. <laughs> this game certainly yeah, does value supports and tanks a lot more because of five on five. I do think that I think you're right it, about it that. Does. Like Overwatch One Me would rather play DPS or tank. Now I am more of let me play tank or support. But with that, <laughs> Soldier has been so much fun. Um, she is the new Call of Duty character. I agree. It doesn't matter how you look at it. Soldier was, uh, Soldier 76 was the Call of Duty character for Overwatch 1. Sojourn is now the Overwatch 2 Call of Duty character. You've got the slide cancels. You've got the railgun where you can almost snipe with it. If you have good shooting, you just can't aim with it. Um, you've got the... Of course, the rail gun, not the rail gun, the Gatlin gun style of it, or assault rifle. That's what I'm looking for. Um, and she is definitely broken. Uh, found out more about her orb. That thing doesn't also just do immense amount of damage. It slows you down tremendously to where if you're trying to get out of it, if she hits you directly with it, you're sure. able to pretty much kill anyone with it. Yeah, you're right. Screwed. Um, you're screwed. It's big just, time. <laughs> he's, he's absolutely broken. I was doing a little bit of research on the three new characters, trying to figure out who I wanted to use more. Uh, from the beta, Junker Queen got nerfed, um, and that's one reason why her damage isn't as outputting now. Um, Kiriko, I couldn't find anything on just because she had just been released. Soldiern, I don't know why they did this. They buffed her. Yeah, that makes no sense. Like, they buffed her because apparently there were so many complaints from the beta that Soldiern was not as viable as she should have been. I'm like, that's horseshit. Yeah, I don't know who was saying that. That's wacky. Let's not listen to that review. Like, come on. Really? Yeah, I don't know who was saying that about Sojourn. That's fucking weird. I would have never said in a million years in the beta that she was underpowered. I thought she was way overpowered, just like Junker Queen was. 
The difference is, I feel like, again, there was a counter created for Junker Queen and, you know, Sojourn. I really don't know. I don't know that there really is a counter for her outside of just, you know, if one's causing havoc, you more or less have to have your DPS need to focus on her. Your tank likely needs to focus on her and get her out of there. But I'm hopeful that they'll make changes. Realistically, the only character that they have that, that's in Overwatch still that I'm mad that they haven't fixed is fucking May. May has not been fixed. May's been broken since she was put into the game. And she's still not fixed. So last to close this episode out, I want to talk about mains because I think that over the last four days, especially Friday night when we were all able to play together, I feel like a lot of like all four of us have really done a good job of kind of experimenting with characters that we don't don't normally play as. Um, and Kyle, I'm gonna start with you because you've got the least Overwatch experience as all of all of us. And when you've played tanks, you've primarily played Devo when you've played with us in the past, and you've primarily played Reaper when you played DPS with us. But now you've tried a couple new ones that I know you really like. Like Lucio, for example, on support. Yes. I love playing as Lucio. It's a lot of fun. Anytime I get support, I immediately go for Lucio. But recently, I actually tried out Baptiste, and I didn't mind him as uh, as much. I might start playing him a little bit more. Um, and then on tank, Diva was always my main on Overwatch one. But lately, I've actually been trying out Orisa, and her new javelin throw is awesome. so great when you can cancel ults with it. It is so OP. Um, on DPS, I've kind of been trying to switch between just a lot of characters, really figuring out who I want to main for this. And I don't know that I really have a DPS main yet for Overwatch 2. Um, I feel like you've been really good as Junkrat when you've played as him. I feel yeah, like I, really I did good. really enjoy Junkrat. I tried him last night. He was a lot of fun to play as. But yeah, it's I I really like getting to experiment with all of these characters. It, it feels like there's just such a wide selection of, you know, not just characters, but play styles from, you know, these characters. I agree. I think that there's a lot of... It's, some of the reworks I really like, and Orisa's javelin throw is awesome. I absolutely love the javelin throw, and that's made playing as her... It's made her more of an offensive threat, and in the first game, she was definitely more defense with her shield, and I like how they kind of kept her, her damage mitigation in there because, you know, you can spin the javelin... And it acts as, you know, a shield. And I really personally love that rework. I said it in the beta. I'll say it again now. I absolutely love Orisa's rework. In my opinion, that's been the best rework in the game. Thacker, uh, talk about some characters you've picked up. I know, again, we've all kind of jumped around from roll to roll. Who are some characters you've given a shot that you maybe wouldn't in Overwatch 1? So, when it comes to support, I've, I'm still heavy on my Mora. Uh, but I've picked up Kiriko mainly because new character wanted to try her out. Found out I liked her a lot, actually. But, of course, it's a team game. I know there are going to be people out there better than me, so I have a backup just in case. So the character I've been picking up more and more here of recent is Mercy. Uh, it's, it's one of those where it has definitely... 
been viable to use her. It, I've been trying more and more with her. Um, for DPS, I'm still bouncing around a lot. I'll still go to Junkrat and Bastion, especially with Bastion's rework. Um, I don't love the fact that you can't heal yourself anymore with them, but uh, for new character-wise, though, I'm trying a lot more with Reaper. And then, Reaper is actually really viable in this it, game. I've been surprised by that. It's it, He has been, especially since they nerfed him and kind of rebalanced him because his shotguns don't do as much damage now. But they have a wider spread, and I like that. I like that they have a yeah. wider spread and they do slightly less damage. It, it makes him more balanced, I want to say. And for Tank, I will always be a Zarya main. I love the fact that her rework was instead of just having a bubble for you and a bubble for ally, you have the option to bubble yourself twice. Or you have the option to bubble your allies twice. Or two separate allies. So if, for instance, there's a D.Va bomb, if I'm low on health, I'm going to go ahead and try to save two other people instead of myself on that. Yeah. Because it'll it'll work out more but i'm trying to pick up either i'm trying to pick up diva i'm not really trying to pick up junker queen um but i am i after seeing how much matt has done on reinhardt i'm trying to pick him up as well that's not trying good, to steal him from yeah. me. <laughs> that's a good segue to you matt uh you bounce around between characters more than i think the three of us combined so uh, tell me, who, who who got your favorite rework in this game, and who have you enjoyed playing as the most in this game? Um, I, I, I got a lot of playtime with the characters, because on Overwatch 1, I played a lot of mystery heroes. I didn't really ever like to just stick with one character and call myself this character main, but um, as far as, like, the, I will, I love choosing support. I think support's probably the most, like, impactful like type like it's where i feel like i'm most useful dps like i'm not the best at first person shooters so i don't really like to go dps too much because i don't want to be the one that everyone relies on to get those eliminations to push forward i do like being support um and if i'm not support i do like being i do like being tank like it's like with that said reinhardt's been one of my favorite characters i used to play him a very specific way and when i you know i changed up my play style with him in the last couple of uh months of playing overwatch one and it really works out um so just relying on the shield all the time kind of go in between you know thrusting your axe and putting up a shield it's a great way to break the defense of the enemy um Kiriko is going to be a character that, as far as like new new game characters I'm playing as, is going to be someone I'll probably play a lot as because new support is something I absolutely love to see in this game. Being such a support uh, fan, and um, Zayada actually did get a rework that I do like. It's not that big of a deal, not like something like Zarya's or Bastion's, but I had noticed now when you have the orb of discord on an enemy. Or you have the other orb on the healing orb on a on a teammate. It will show you on the bottom which who has what orb on them, which has been very helpful. Because um, then I know who I can keep track of like who's getting the heals and who's who's going to on the enemy team is taking the extra damage. Um, but I will also agree with Thacker. I think Zarya's work is fantastic as well. Um, I think that it definitely helped balance her out because I always felt like Zarya was a little broken in some ways, being able to bubble herself and in, uh, in an alley at the exact same time. But now you have to be a little bit more strategic on who you bubble. Um, 
Junker Queen, I've yet to play her, same as Sojourn, because during the beta, you had to be really lucky to get to play those characters, because everybody was picking them. Um, but I... I'll, I'll always be a Zenyatta main. I just I just love playing him. I don't play ZPS Zenyatta like a lot of other people like to do. In fact, we ran into somebody on a game last night who we played a few games with. He was he was pretty sick as a DPS Zenyatta. But the reworks yeah. these characters have had is one of those things that has made Overwatch or Overwatch Two feel so much more refreshing because you just realize this character definitely needed this. Uh, this character did not need this, like a kind of thing. And we're still going to petition for Mercy to have back her uh, her full team res, but maybe that will never happen. <laughs> <laughs> but um, we'll never stop trying. <laughs> as far as who I think I picked up, obviously I've been trying Kiriko, as y'all know. And thankfully I've learned that when I'm playing with you guys and we're playing as a team that we actually know what the hell we're doing, it's easy to rack up the heals with her. I think the best game I had, I had 12,000 heals with her. And I don't know how we ended up winning the match because we were getting steamrolled at first, but we ended up winning. Uh, Kiriko is awesome. I've normally been a Lucio man of support, but in this game, I almost feel like I'm more so favoring Brigida. And that sounds kind of crazy because Brig isn't a mass healing character. Very much, she's a very... She's very much so a burst heals hero, and Lucio is that more just he heals the entire group. Brig is you are you focus on who needs the healing the most at that current time. You build it up by landing hits with the mace, and that's you know, I feel like it's she's very balanced in this game, and it's you're you're able to do things in all three phases when it comes to damage mitigation, healing, and damage dealt. So I've definitely been playing a lot more as her. Junkrat is still just as fun as ever. I absolutely love playing as Junkrat. He's awesome. And then, of course, Arissa's rework is fantastic. So, uh, I know that this was probably a confusing episode with the way that we started it because we started with 14 minutes of here's why we fucking hate the launch of this game. And then here's 28 minutes of, well, now that we got into the game, it's actually really damn good. But long story short, this is a very, very high-quality game. It did have a Rocky Rocky launch, and that does ultimately, you know, that will impact where this game is ranked ultimately at the end of the year for me personally. Um, but if Blizzard gives it the continual support they gave Overwatch 1, and I have no reason to think they won't, this game is in good hands. It'll be fine, and it'll get even better moving forward down the line. So that is going to go ahead and wrap up this episode of Side Mission. Be sure to follow us on Twitter at Side Mission Pod. You can follow us on Facebook at Side Mission Podcast. Same thing on TikTok. Becker does that. He has a lot of really good videos going up. His Splatoon one that he made recently was funny as hell. I absolutely loved that one. But for the boys, for Kyle, Matt, Thacker, I'm Rusty. Thanks for listening.